1: Um
0: You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. game what was that entire game no i'm not okay like none of this none of this made sense well uh, i mean i mean uh, we're gonna try to make sense of it here just forewarning now uh earmuffs for this entire thing i know if you're not if you're in the car with the kid or whatever i just
1: a little late on the earmuffs i know but i'm just saying
0: for for the for the replay crew uh this is go birds number 114 and i gotta say james i don't want to hear blame game i don't want to hear it's on this person that person this person all three phases failed at some point special teams failed which is still the biggest difference in this game from the jump to start uh the i mean like there are spots where the defense absolutely didn't help the guys out um in that last sequence they held it together. You thought that this was going to be what a massive turnaround. Malcolm Jenkins blocks his kick and it goes like every single turn. The Lions were not aggressive at all. They just let the Eagles sit back and make mistakes and countless times with Nellie to Sanders to offensive pass interference to I think a total of seven to nine drops in this game to... You know, the the linebackers being lost in coverage to, you know, no pressure with the defensive line at all, zero sacks in terms of that. You have to keep blitzing because you can't get any pressure any other way. That's what keeps coming to bite this, uh, you know, team back in the ass with the defense. I just – I that's embarrassing. That was embarrassing. That felt as as embarrassing as, as some of those chip losses. Like, that should not happen. This team should not be one and two. And – Maybe this team is not as deep as we think it is right now.
1: Can we just not do the post-game show? That's how I feel. <laughs> oh, hey. I, Fortunately, uh, we have to. Look, I just... Uh, grab
0: my clipboard over
1: really here. Really awful, awful, awful Terrible. Um, I think, first and foremost, the seven drops. Seven drops. Seven drops. Seven drops. Multiple massive drops. Of course, the uh, game ends on a drop. Um, Just not good enough I, Look, I, I agree there is blame all around I thought Carson Wentz did everything he could out there yeah. I, I have trouble placing this loss at Carson Wentz's feet I know that ultimately he's the quarterback And I know there's a certain person on this podcast Who likes to I don't even find think a way he to blame could say him it. <laughs> I don't know how you can blame Carson <laughs> yeah. Wentz for this loss That dude did everything he possibly could out there The offensive line struggled at times yep. Way too much pressure at times um, obviously, the the seven drops and the the big ones, the Goddard in the end zone, the J-Jaw at the end of the game, yep. the Nelly one, the the fumble drop, the I mean, and then the three offensive pass interference calls. I mean, I know that last one was was. Offensive pass interference, I suppose, but just the right. tiki tag. I thought the refs were, and I'm not blaming the refs for the loss, but terrible one, of, on both sides. one of the worst yeah. ref games I re- I mean, this, the NFL is a real referee problem. It is it is Big getting to the point where it is ruining their product. It is a real issue. We're seeing it across the league, and I thought it was just a, a a horrendous display from the referees in this one, and I, I thought the Eagles got the worst of it, but um, I mean, there are no excuse. The Eagles lost because of penalties, massive penalties. I mean, None bigger than that one on the return, which yeah, was, was a ticky a huge, tack call. Yeah, but I get it. Um, and I'd really
0: like to. Re- I mean, like from the replay that they showed it on was the Sproles'
1: I just man, you know, I thought I they know. were ticky tack the whole game. Let these people play football is it football or not i just just yeah, what a yeah. what an awful loss like what a, on so many levels uh, peterson certainly has to take some of the blame uh, for you a lot know a of it
0: both him and Short. like the, that's that what i'm saying cross the board. just just a everybody.
1: horrible 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 loss i mean uh, 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 just a horrible loss i don't want to talk about it i don't want to think about it like i i hate it well, I but hate this it. is
0: this is kind of like the the overarching Thing to coming into the season where, you know, there's always things that, especially you and I, felt incredibly strong. Everybody in Philadelphia felt incredibly strong about this football team heading into the season of top end talent, of depth, of all of that. And it's just like even now you're looking at this, they are clearly towards. I would even say from halfway through the third quarter on, they're going. You know what? We're just going to take the guy out. This is what Patricia always did. And he goes, "It's going to be Zach Ertz. We will try and let Nelly beat us." What does Nelly do? He makes mistakes. What does Dallas Goddard gets free? He drops a touchdown that costs about 90 seconds on the clock, mm-hmm. even though the Nelly goes and scores down there. Uh, Carson Wentz misses Dallas Goddard. Uh, you know, uh, on two plays previous, I think beforehand, was running and screaming down wide open. They get the touchdown. They think everything's going on. Everybody thinks the defense is going to fail there. They kind of get a gift in uh, one, in an underthrow, uh, And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sidney Jones, I guess, good enough coverage to – send Galladay to the uh, to the end zone to keep these guys alive and then the block kick and all that. It should have we should be sitting here right now going, Whew, that was an insane game. We'd still be like incredibly mad, but at least there'd be a win at the end of this and just from from the jump, you know, that first drive when you see the Eagles come out and they do something incredibly smart something that we didn't see against the falcons and they're going in big personnel and they're going in their 12 with dallas goddard still not being out on the field but you have big v out there you have you know a, a bunch of different uh your your third tackle you get jordan howard going and then i i don't know what's going on like i i guess that they really wanted miles sanders to come back after you know I mean, two when back you to fumble back fumbles, twice you're going, on one whoa. drive
1: like i'm sorry you you you're on the bench as far as i'm concerned. Yeah. i know he had that nice catch later but i mean jesus christ what does jordan howard have to do it did he did does he like sleep with doug's wife for something i mean what what are we doing here why is jordan howard not on the field more He's only here for
0: a year by the way
1: and yeah run him yeah. into the ground and look the the injuries just continue to pile up it is unbelievable darby loss for the yep. game the jason Peters, andre dillard issue i mean it is not helping things But, again... that goes
0: out for a little bit in this game, too. You
1: can't blame it on that. I mean, look, they were out without guys, but the Eagles had so many chances to win this football game. So many chances. Chance after chance and and penalty after penalty, after mistake, after drop, after... I mean, uh, it was... I, like, I can't get over what a what a horrendous loss this was.
0: Especially the ending. Like, it's just that makes it even worse. Oh, uh, it was way worse. It makes it even worse. I'd
1: rather I'd rather Stafford just completed that third down and they just ran the clock out. That would have been way better. Yeah. But to block the kick and to have a chance and then to feel like you're in field goal range already and then it comes back from the commercial and you're like, oh, they pushed us back because of another fucking penalty. Yeah. Uh, it's just, man, I just... But this is all a part of it. I don't like, even know don't, what to say. I don't know what to say. That was that was an awful loss. I don't even know how you
0: fix this because it's it's part of... I mean, clearly, personnel is bothering these guys. Uh, and whether that's Carson, whether that's Doug, whether that's trust issues in between there. Like, that right now is... Other than Nelly, who had an up-and-down game, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he had a few drops in this one. He has the fumble. He comes back and has two incredible touchdowns. You're going like, okay, but... Those are. That's a big part of it. Even Josh Sweat going in there, who I didn't really see outside of the first maybe four or five snaps that he has on defense. It's ten yards, fifteen yard pass play followed up by a five yard and eleven yard run. I'm not saying that's on him, but you're going like, man, like what? What do these guys have to do? And now you're. What What's happening is. And I, and I get that everybody's looking at this and going, man, this feels a lot like 2016 with some of this grouping here. And yes, this is exactly what happens when uh, – and, and credit to Doug for staying aggressive at least. I have no problem with him going forward on fourth and eight deep in his own territory. It's basically the ballgame it ended up would have you know, possibly worked out. But when you have personnel issues like this, you are going to have to gamble – more than you want to, especially on defense. If you are getting no pressure from your front four, if you have in your ph- uh, philosophy of, well, I don't really like to blitz that much, but I'm going to have to. You're going to leave guys out on islands that shouldn't be left out on islands, and it's all reciprocal to, you know, the end line. The same with the offense. If Mac Hollins keeps ha- has a few drops, goes OPI, are you going to feel as confident? The same with Nelly. Like, what else can you really dial up? And Dallas Goddard wasn't in there until. You know, I, if I'm wrong, please correct uh, yeah, me, the but third quarter, third quarter sorry, on, yeah. and you're going, okay, now you have at least a little bit of difference because you have to get somebody off of Zach Hurts, and no one is able to kind of step up and do that. Um, I I know he's a rookie, and I know he's your second-round pick. Man, R. massive disappointment needs right to now. have those catches in the future because that— is exactly why I mean, that they drafted him where drop. they did. That it was a stone-cold stone cold drop. drop.
1: It was in his hands. It the, the defender, like, yes, he got in the way, but he did not even impede the ball. That was a stone-cold drop. You need guys to step up in this type of situation. They are a mash unit out there offensively, yeah. and, and, I mean, you need guys to step up. No one's stepping up. Matt Collins, I thought, had a, a nice game for the most part. Those two OPIs, one of them was just a... Uh, atrocious yeah. call. Yes. I, I think both were not good. I think the one on Sproles was the best of the three, but just an atrocious call. I thought Hollins stepped up a bit, but, man, I, I, J.J. Artega-Whiteside, massive Massive, massive drop. disastrous start to his career. Yep. And Nelly, look, I know that touchdown was great. The you know the one where he kind of spin and do, not good enough, man. I'm sorry. They need more from Nelson Aguilar. He has to make those earlier plays. That drop was massive. The fumble was massive. Whether it was a fumble or not, massive. Again, the offensive line, I don't get it. They look so good in the first quarter. They're, they're mauling guys. They're yep. moving the ball down fell the field. Apart. And then fell apart. Again, we're seeing Carson. Three men rush on a fourth run for, and eight. Yes, run for his life. And then to flip it over to the other side of the ball like you uh, were talking about. I mean, zero pressure from the nothing. front four. I mean, Jim Schwartz doesn't have a choice. What do you want the guy the to do? The blitzes
0: aren't even getting home. What do you want the you guy know? to do? Yeah, like, like, what do you
1: want him to do? There's nothing else he could do. He's trying everything again. They are not getting home. I think you're you're clearly missing that D tackle depth. We're seeing it. I mean, Spence was was not good.
0: And I'll I'll even say this: I didn't. I mean, there were times where Fletcher Cox was not getting double teamed, and it looked like because you got a little excited. Tim McManus is out here saying like, you know, Fletcher Cox feels that those first two games were his preseason. He's got it out of the way. Uh, even Fletcher was not Fletcher no, today. He was not. A- and that's not that is once that happens. Man, are you going to have a hard time finding anything? I think that honestly, the DN's probably played the best that they could, and even so, yeah. like you saw almost every single time, the push in the middle of the pocket was never really there. And then by the time that you know, whether it was Brandon Graham or, or Derek Barnett finally work around the tackle, they it, again the closing was not quite there enough, and that is because. Boom. Then you go right to the secondary and there's eight yards or 11 yards or 10 or whatever. Or I can't remember. It was towards I think it was towards the end of the third quarter there where, you know, linebackers are even getting confused in coverage and allowing uh, T.J. Hawkinson. And then there there were great plays mixed in with all this badness. But again, there was too many bad plays to kind of overcome the great stuff here. And we're in a serious issue. And I'm uh, uh, I, we're in week three. And the biggest mistake is not trading for Jadavion Clowney oh, it's to massive. think that this massive team is right good enough. And this is something that uh, both James, uh, me, and you have said billions of times. The defensive end depth is really, really scary. It was I our still biggest fear
1: coming in the season. We said it over and over and over again.
0: I don't I don't think that's what's biting him in the ass. I still, like you said, James, I think this is still a D tackle issue because you're down... Two of your top guys, and even so, shout out to Akeem Spence today, who I thought played pretty well. He was all right. yeah, uh, it, In I some mean, spots, he had
1: some issues though, and and uh, Bridgeway was almost invisible.
0: I, I, and it's going I, to continue to be, but this is that 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 will come back here, to haunt them every single game now. Like, here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. When you are this depleted from an injury perspective, which they clearly are, I, I, we we can't you know pretend right. like they're not playing with a bunch of second and third type guys. Granted. This was supposed to be the deepest roster in the NFL, as we've talked about. But when you're playing this depleted, you can't play sloppy. You can't make mistakes. And this game was just full of mistakes. The penalties, the drops, over and over and over again. I mean, just too many. You you gave the Lions every opportunity. And Matt Patricia did everything he could to give the Eagles the game. Everything he could. Like you said, coaching conservatively, just... Everything he could to keep the Eagles in this football game, and they just couldn't grab it. Yeah. And it was because of the mistakes, because of the the continual sloppy play, whether again drops, penalties, whatever way you want to look at it. The the kick return to start the game, just so many plays that could have turned this game around that yep. were just pure sloppiness. And and that's uh, look, that's coaching, that's uh, a lot of things. But it, it man, it really. It made it just a, a such a shittier way to lose a football game. Yeah, I, I mean I can't put it any other way. Just a <laughs> shitty way to lose.
0: And you know, there's a there's like I'm just looking through my notes here. There's like seven to twenty different things where this game is. I would love to see you know that the the win factor in uh, in percentages or the you know the um what am I trying to look for here? The uh, <laughs> yeah win probability. Win probability between this entire game because like. Yeah, it seems like the Lions had this in hand and they kind of I mean they just their game plan was literally I want the the Eagles to continue to make mistakes. That's why they they weren't aggressive. I thought it was almost egregious that you're 4th and 3 in your own territory and you can clearly see that the Eagles offense is is not together. That you can pretty much still move around the defense as much as you, you know, the Lions can, I guess. And You settle for the field goal, and I go, man. Like, and you can tell. And this was that's a that's a Belichick philosophy. It's just like I think my team is is coached well enough where I'm going to allow these guys to make mistakes. And his gamble ended up working out because that's what it was. Other than like two freak plays, the field goal block towards the end. Uh, We came into this thinking there's no way that Matt Patricia. Is going to ah. be able to outcoach Doug Peterson uh, with the the Super Bowl with everything that is happening here, and then all of a sudden, that's what happens. Matt Patricia actually outcoaches both guys, understands what was happening, and here we are like facing timeline, a loss. I don't like this timeline, John. Yeah. I don't
1: like this is a dark timeline. I'm not it's a, a terrible fan of this timeline,
0: time. but you know, I, I here's my question to you: is just I don't know how you fix any of this. It, standing here on on Sunday after the post game, like you can. Sure. How do you coach? Please don't drop footballs. Yeah. How do you coach? Please get more pressure or any of this. This is this is something where the Eagles have to kind of face themselves, maybe even say that I know that they try to downplay it as much as possible but Clearly, this team thought it was ready to go win a Super Bowl, and maybe even just started checking off some things in the first week. Or they're rusty, or whatever it is. I mean, James, you've said for a long time that this is part of their preseason, and this is what it's about. But we're past this now. All this shit matters, you know. This yeah, is, this I is mean. one and two, and now you've got to go face Green Bay on a on a very short week where they look like they're together. And again, they had success today against the Broncos. Their defense looks pretty sound, and and that's a rookie head coach heading in there. Uh, granted, it's Aaron Rodgers or whatever, but it just seems like everyone else has their shit together, and the Eagles do not. It's very frustrating to watch across the league, even even some of the worst teams or like the mediocre teams, where now I am assuming a lot of national pundits are going to kind of slot in and put the Eagles at here now uh it's this is do or die honestly you're gonna lose the division if you don't beat green bay on thursday
1: yeah i don't know if it's quite i mean look they still have two games against dallas left but um yeah no i'm with you it's uh it's it's not up or shut up time uh falling to one and three would be really really bad again i'm not gonna say that they can't figure it out when they get guys back we saw the team last year a team that we played taps for on wib the season was over came back and made a run so i'm not i'm not season over point yet but yeah look at a certain point you have to just play the hand you're dealt and the hand they're dealt has been a, a ton of injuries a ton of issues and they have to find a way to work through it because at a certain point like you said it starts to become too whole too big a hole to climb out of and we're heading towards that we're heading towards the too big hole to climb out of they they yeah. have to figure something out again you can't feel good about heading into Green Bay on a Thursday night against the Packers defense, especially, that looks really good. They're going to be – they are 3-0. and I mean, yeah. um, you know, the Eagles obviously need the game more. You like that. But, man, um, yeah, it's not upper shut-up time. And, and the injuries are an excuse. Like, that is a, a fair thing to look at. If you want to say what's the biggest reason they're 1-2, and two, I, I do think injuries is the biggest reason. Yeah. but. At a certain point, you know, you have to adjust and you have to react and you have to find ways to win football games, and they didn't do that.
0: And now it's going to, you know, come to you're going to get pressured no matter how you feel about it. Alshon Jeffrey, no matter how he's feeling, is going to go on Thursday. That you can almost book. And then I wonder if Deshaun Jackson is starting. going to try and feel the same way too, which, you know, long-term could be good, and maybe I am putting a little too much stock into a Thursday night game where you can go one and three and then just really have a lot of questions here. But um, I think Alshon is is definitely going to play through whatever he's playing through at this point. He has to. Uh, And now I I look at the Packers and I just go like, man, you know, that secondary is is much improved. And I, I never thought I'd say this, but is maybe this needs to become more, at least for this game, where you're in big personnel as much as possible, and you just try and grind down the Green Bay Packers. You make it as short of a, of a game as possible. You don't leave it to mistakes. But like the only answers that I can actually give you, which sounds weird, is more Jordan Howard and and big personnel because that's the only thing that seems to be consistently working through through the la- other the first couple of weeks here. Because uh, I I don't know if you can you can really trust this wide receiving core. And that's, I guess, why it'll determine whether or not, you know, if Alshon goes in here or not. But honestly, uh, I I think the run game has to get going and maybe make Miles Sanders a wide receiver because that's (laughs) apparently the the newest thing. He's the the, deep threat right now. the run,
1: absolutely, they have to get the run game going for sure. But more than anything, I mean, again, I don't know how you coach it out, but they have to stop making mistakes. I mean, again, back to the point, they are injury depleted. They do not have the talent on the field that – they expected to have, and, and they have to adjust. You know, I, I can make excuses yeah. in the Atlanta game where you lose guys in-game and you try and figure it out. They ha- they knew who they were going to have this week coming into this game. They knew what they were going to set up, and they yep. made, they just made too many mistakes. You can't win football games like that. It really comes down to playing buttoned-up type football. That's what we saw in 2017. That was what made that team so great for so long is they, they were ready to play. The whistle blew, and they were ready to play football, and they played smart you know, football. They played tomorrow on both sides of the ball. They didn't make mistakes, and right. this team, again, especially as depleted as they are, that that's the only chance they have. They have to play smart, perfect football, and we saw the literal polar opposite.
0: Yeah, and they are. Uh, I would love to know their turnover differential, but I guarantee you, it's in the negative. And this is, you know, we we talked all week about hot starts, and it wasn't a hot start, but they score a touchdown in the first. Uh, quarter here, woohoo, and <laughs> and then that's pretty much uh, all you really see out of this offense until you know it kind of wakes up again in the the third and fourth quarter. And um, I don't think it's anything in terms of like d- when you looked at Doug's play calling, I didn't really think that there was anything that was glaringly bad. Uh, I, you looked at Schwartz and stuff. I don't I, think that well, there's I anything thought, glaringly I thought, bad. I thought
1: no, I thought a little bit too much with the forcing Miles Sanders. I didn't get that. It was clear Miles Sanders wasn't working. Yep. I think you blame Doug for not having Jordan Howard in the game earlier and more often. I, I think, think that's, that's fair. a fair critique of Doug. Yep. And I also felt like there was a little too much running in weird spots. Like, at the end of the game, like it felt like, just fucking roll here. And they were too much. It like Again, they got lucky with the block kick, and they were in an opportunity, and they had a chance. But it just felt like they let so much time run off the clock. There was no urgency there. They were down two scores, and it felt like they were moseying along there i think that is something that has to be corrected it has to be talked about and again i thought some of doug's play goals were a little strange so i'm not absolving doug i don't think he's the number one reason for for the loss but i, I think he has to play a role and again the the sloppiness the penalties that yep. that has to be on doug too
0: yeah and some of the uh the only glaring things i saw from schwartz again was like you know the lions come out in in their big package and i think it was only one wide right receiver that was that was out there and it was uh who was it i think it was sydney jones it was yeah I was playing 15 yards off on a one man route where there's really no there's no bracket coverage uh malcolm jenkins is supposed to be there on the underneath and you just let him trot you know i think that's both on jim and sydney but like there's 6 7 yards of cushion even when he breaks and turns around and you know the sticks are right there it's third down like i did, some of those things i just go man i mean they're going to beat you anyway you might as well just you know flow on up there i think Razul douglas had uh, a couple of those moments in there too and um this just overall this is this is going to be like a rewatch three or four times at least for me cuz there's there's clearly something we're missing and i, n- it, but, I never
1: want to rewatch this football game ever again i want to pretend like it didn't even happen <laughs> can i do that is yeah that okay? you can you can certainly do that yeah.
0: but personally like this this feels overall like you can go only go to the well so many times, it, James. You've even said it already, but like injuries, slow starts, uh, not having that firepower. I think we, again, the, the the biggest thing missing from this offense is clearly Deshaun Jackson. Because now you have to change your entire off game plan of how you thought things were going to go, and you can only do this so many times. You know, uh, coming into the season. We almost said that it was okay that Howie kind of looks at this market and goes, there are older veteran players that are going to come in here and get hurt. Uh, and certainly some of the younger guys have too, all around. However, you feel about that, it's just been bad luck across the board. I don't think that you would expect in three weeks that we're obviously we'll have updates on Andre Dillard. Jason Peters gets dinged up. Derek Barnett gets dinged up. You are down two defensive tackles. You're down two of your top uh, starting wide receivers. Um, it, it It's a lot. Corey Clement, for what it's worth, uh, because he was, you yeah. know, on your kick return. And now you got to rely on Miles Sanders, who fumbled twice in this game and actually uh, got saved by a flag on the on his early return cuz he brought it out from the 3 or whatever it is or the 2 and you're just going oh my god you know step out of bounds and touch the ball you get it on the 35 rookie mistakes uh veteran mistakes injuries it all just piles up into this one thing and now we're going man I'm thinking dynasty you're thinking dynasty and there's there might just be too much to overcome to start having those expectations because now you're just like okay can we just make sure that this team makes the playoffs Unless, and gets yeah hot. let's just win a game you i know?
1: uh yeah it's one of those things where and again it is still september they are in a bad spot right now but i'm not willing to call the season over again last year they were six and seven when we called the season or right. five and seven or whatever when we called the season over and it yep. was clearly not over so i'm not ready to go there but there are seasons where it feels like everything just goes wrong and things spiral out of control. And basically, it's what happens to the Chargers most seasons. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It feels, it It certainly doesn't feel good right now. It certainly doesn't feel like things are going the Eagles' way.
0: Right. And much to your point, I mean, it, it would be silly to go like, well, Doug's never faced this oh, before and he doesn't know how to ca- it's, yeah. you know, keep a team together. And the same with, you know, pretty much everybody that's been here. So I think that's definitely happening this week, and there needs to be, (coughs) you know, that whatever Doug Doug Peterson kumbaya massage in the locker room as it goes on here because um, they they desperately need that right now. I think they also need to remember, too, that how good they are uh, uh, because this is where confidence can start to dip and get low, um, especially with Carson who now has – even more added pressure, you know, to what he has to do. And the last thing that you want to see him do going into Green Bay is come back and be like, okay, uh, these things have all been fucked up for three games now. It's on me, it's on me, it's on me, and pile all this stuff on just as hard as it's going to be because we've seen it uh, with Mac and with everybody else. Like, it is definitely not the same, and there are negative plays with these skill position players. Carson still needs to relax and do as much as he can from what the defense has given him from what his offensive line is giving him and just try and write it out that way uh, but I, I'm I'm done with whatever trying to tell Carson to do X, y and Z. whatever you got to do Doug, unchain him let him let him run it however he wants to oh, do at yeah. this point and whatever he has to do to make plays yeah I mean. and I don't think it's been an issue at all but but whatever is gonna make Carson the happiest, I think you go to him and go to that mantra. Heading into Green Bay, and uh, I, does it? By the way, does it still scare you every five seconds when he goes out and slides oh, yeah, and tries to do that? But but every whatever, time. you know. Like uh, I, I would rather if if unfortunately if Carson has to you know sustain an injury or whatever, which we clearly don't want. But if you're going to lose anyway, and you can't, you know, if he feels like he's not being able to be himself you take the risk and you just say well also go be you.
1: i think at this point i mean like you're looking at a team that with the injuries on offense, like i don't know what else there is but carson Munn's making things right. happen you know they are they are depleted i mean things are not going to happen if carson mans doesn't make them happen and at a certain point you say all right superstar go be a superstar and do what you could do yeah. and again like i'm not saying be reckless or whatever but i do think that you have to you have to let Carson be Carson and this team this team doesn't have enough talent right now offensively as we've seen to, or defensively yeah, obviously it's clear games otherwise yeah. so i mean yeah
0: um it's going to be a long week well it's going to be a short week honestly yeah, <laughs> so the, uh, the no one's going to be happy uh, the green bay packers i know but even before a snap was uh, was happened today was a was a three point favorite. I'm assuming that goes to four, five and a half somewhere around there pretty easily. You think I? I think I. Yeah. And at I a minimum, think, I'm I just think they should be.
1: I think based on what we've seen, based on the injuries, obviously it depend on who's going to play. I, I think the Packers should be a six point favorite. Yeah,
0: and uh, somewhere in that range at least. Uh it's uh it's you know a lot of debate that it's going to happen over the next couple of days. But honestly, it's. This team needs to get healthy, and uh, you can't rush that. <laughs> and there's going to be guys that are going to be playing dinged up that are on that injury report, and we hope that Andre Dillard is fine. And, you know, Jason Peters looked like it was it was just an illness, so I'm assuming it was the poops or
1: <laughs> stomach flu. It's always something. Or something like that. It's always something. But illness, Jason Peters. All right.
0: Uh, but uh, Thanks, tough guy. Yeah. appreciate for toughing that one out. Appreciate it, bud. I uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered. Hopefully, we'll have answers to those questions. Uh, Elliot Shore Parks will be with us. Spoiler alert! Yeah, they did. They did not. <laughs> uh, Elliot Shore Parks will be with us uh, tomorrow. We'll uh, you know talk in the afternoon. Kind of see what's what this landscape looks like uh, from his eyes, and uh, certainly want to hear from all of you as well at GoBirdspot on the Twitter.com. We're going to keep it short because we are no, we know nobody's happy. I'm not happy. You're not happy. Hey,
1: listen. Here's what I'll say. Go drink some whiskey If you or listen to this, you're a saint. Yeah. Thank you because <laughs> I don't even want to listen to this. I didn't want to do it. I don't want to hear about this team. I don't want to talk about this team. That's going to be a bit of an impediment for my job. Yeah. So I'm going to have to. Yeah. But, man, this feels like one of those weeks where you just want to say, fuck it i don't even want to hear a word about it yeah and don't do that because we're here and we would love you to listen to us and all that i'm telling you, it's probably bad business to be like don't listen <laughs> to us but man i thank you for listening right we really appreciate you if you are listening right now yes. because i get it i i want to find a tv show or didn't th- watch a movie or whatever i want nothing to do with hey, between two right friends and movies, on that's pretty <laughs> so that's sweet. what i'm saying i want nothing to do with football <laughs> right now man
0: jesus that's james seltzer i'm john barton thank you again for listening to good birds Number 114. Thank you for everybody listening live right here on radio.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Can we get one?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go Even this? Oh, yeah. That's go.
0: Perfect.